I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Ron, looking ahead, do you think your starting quarterback week one is on your roster right now? Well, I think he most certainly can be. I know this. We will go into OTA's minicamp and training camp uh, with Sam Howell more likely QB1, and we'll see what happens. I mean, it's his opportunity. This is a challenge to him. You know, if he comes out and does the things that he's capable of, we believe he's capable of, he can most certainly be our guy. But we'll find out. And, again, that's what competition is going to do. It's going to bring out the best in all our guys. I know this, Ron Rivera said. We're most likely going into camp with Sam Howell as our starting quarterback. Welcome back, Grant and Danny on the fan. What a last hour or so. I mean, there is news all over the place on the Commanders. So you just heard that audio from Rivera on NFL Network on Radio Row. That was within the last 30 minutes. Charles Gasparino, who is a Fox Business News Network analyst and uh, insider, tweeted about an hour and a half ago, breaking... And he had the scoop that NFL sources say a sale of the commanders will take place weeks after the Super Bowl and owners meetings in March. Despite denials, most people in NFL circles think Jeff Bezos will bid after initial bids are in. Given his wealth, he's very capable to make numbers work for a purchase. We have, by the way, the guy that tweeted that and reported that, Charles Gasparino of Fox Business, coming on the show at 5 o'clock in two and a half hours, right here on Grant and Danny. By the way, I heard from someone, and this is not like a plugged-in insider on Jeff Bezos' team or something, uh-huh. but I just heard from someone who deals with all kinds of sales with well-off people and big entities I was talking to recently who said it is not uncommon at all that the richest of all the people that are bidding on something wait until the end because the reason for getting your bids in is kind of aligning a pecking order, so to speak. Bezos has enough money that it doesn't matter where it ends. Gotcha. He just swoops in at the end and says, and here's another $150 million. See, if you've been in, in an auction at any point in time, right, where you've seen an item, raising your paddle first usually doesn't put you in the best spot. Correct. Right? Like, all you're doing is driving up your own price for the item that you want. So, to me, the fact that Bezos has not yet bid, like, when someone came out, I don't remember who reported that, but Bezos doesn't have a bid in yet. To me, that's irrelevant, to be completely honest with you. The only thing that matters on the Bezos front is will Dan Snyder sell to him or not? If he does want the team. Yeah, if he does want it. If he doesn't ever bid, okay, that, that no harm, no foul, that's fine. My guess is he's going to bid at some point. The question then is, is it enough over what the high bid other than him has pitched that Dan Snyder can't turn it down? Because I think most of us believe that Dan would prefer to sell it to someone not named Jeff Bezos. So that's the other of the the three big news items on the Commanders. And then news comes in threes here. Here's your third story. This is just a couple of minutes ago during our break. Adam Schefter of ESPN reporting. Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy 
remains a prime candidate for the coordinator jobs with the Commanders and the Ravens, according to his sources. So, Danny, if the Commanders could land Eric Bieniemy as their OC, what a coup! That would feel like a massive win for them after firing Scott Turner after three seasons calling plays under Ron Rivera. Egg on my face if that happens, because I said, why are we doing this? It's such a waste of time. He's not coming. And if he does, apparently if this is a realistic thing, that it could be between those two teams. Now, I know what Biennemi said publicly, that he's only had the interview with the Colts and hadn't considered anything else at this point. But if that goes down, what a win for this staff. What a win. If you're comparing the commanders, led by Sam Howell, versus the Ravens, led by former MVP Lamar Jackson. I have a hard time believing the enemy would choose Washington over Baltimore. Are they financially in a place where they sail looming, where Dan Snyder would far exceed the money that the Ravens and Steve Bishotti are offering a coordinator? I highly doubt that. Look at the learners, right? You're, right. you're counting every penny right now. You're trying to sell. You're counting every cup that's being used. You're not trying to add money to the bottom line. But... Let's say Baltimore chooses someone else, or maybe there is a, a disagreement or, or something uh, between, you know, in the, in the conversations where John Harbaugh uh, and Lamar Jackson have their vision and their plan, and it doesn't quite mesh with the enemy. I guess the commanders, according to Schefter, are the second most likely team. How about that? And I'm just assuming the Ravens, because I think their quarterback situation is better. But what is the, the pot sweetener? I mean, how could the commanders make themselves more enticing than the Ravens. Obviously, you know, money solves a lot there is number one. But number two, I, I would say if you get Lamar Jackson back close to his MVP ranking, are you going to get credit for that? Right? Because what's the point of this move? We talked about this a bit yesterday. If the enemy makes a lateral move, it would be as a, to answer that remaining question, whether it's fair or not, what about you being in charge, calling your own plays, your own offense out of the shadow of Andy Reid, right? If you get Lamar Jackson back to being pretty good, you don't get credit for that. He's a former MVP. How much credit are you going to get for a guy that's a fifth rounder that started one game? And then you start to look at the Ravens roster. That again, They're better than Washington. I'm not telling you that, that they're not. But if, if your pitch to Eric Benemy is, all right, on one side it's Demarcus Robinson, on the other it's Devin Duvernay. Don't throw the ball. Uh, that's not going to work, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's Your passing offense won't be great. Look what you got down here. You got uh, Dotson, you got McLaurin, and you got Gadget player in Samuel. You got a nice little running back room. We'll get you a better offensive line. You got an awful lot to work with here where you'll look like a genius if this group is middle of the pack. Yeah, you also have, I would say, an easier path to it looking like you accomplished a lot in Washington. And that's kind of what I mean. Yeah. You go to Baltimore. Much, much better said. That offense has been good and played at a really high level in the past. They're already elite, as good as it gets at running the football. So you're only going to probably get worse in that capacity. Do you believe that you can get Lamar Jackson in that passing game to a point where you're viewed as the architect of a renaissance, you know, that, that all of a sudden you created a passing game? Because if, if you think it's hard to get that attention and that love as being the whisperer, so to speak, for an offense that's already been pretty good, his goal is going to be to thrive offensively as much to get a head coaching job the next year as just to succeed with the organization he's going to. And with all due respect to the Commanders or the Ravens in this regard, these are stepping stones. I mean, yeah. the enemy's trying to become a head coach. He wouldn't be leaving Kansas City because he wants a better OC opportunity. No, he, he's leaving to call plays so he can get the head job he's wanted for a long time. And you could benefit from that, right? 
Rivera on Sam Howell, saying he is likely going to be the starter when training camp begins. We want your thoughts on that at 800-636-1067. Kevin is in Arlington. What's up, Kev? Hey, guys. So it's just incredible. Remember, it's not been that many weeks since the narrative was, uh, I feel like Carson will give us a spark, and the rumors were, or the rumblings were, Hal's not ready. This is year four, and he's kicked the can down the road again. The last time someone who was drafted in the fifth round or later, notwithstanding Brock Purdy, became you know, a significant starter in the league, it's been ages. I mean, Prescott is a fourth rounder. That was 2016, his rookie year, seven years ago. Uh, Kirk, as we know, in 2012, another fourth rounder. There, Kevin Sheehan did this on his podcast recently. There are almost no quarterbacks after, you know, the fourth round in recent times that have gone on to become, you know, a real QB1. So I don't know what they're thinking. I realize there's money issues, there's a sale, whatever, but you hear boo about are they even going to draft someone uh, fairly high in the draft to compete with? Uh, Sam, so if that rookie contract for Sam doesn't work out, we've got another rookie contract and another prospect we like. I mean, it's just nuts. Uh, this guy does not understand quarterback. It's just incredible. A couple of things. Thank, you, Thank you, Kevin. Number one, you are right, and we've done it on this show too for the record, the list of quarterbacks after the, the first four rounds that end up thriving, becoming stars, becoming franchise quarterbacks. It's a minuscule amount and almost never happens, right? Having said that, when is the last time a quarterback got drafted in the fifth round who began his final year in college as the projected number one QB in his draft class? I would say that doesn't happen That's very rare. often either. Yep. When was the last time that a quarterback went in the fifth round that had had a two-year run where one of those seasons as an elite passer, then weapons leave, and the next year he's one of the great playmakers with his feet in college football? And that's how his final year yeah. running for 100 yards in seven different games. Now, I'm not some Sam Howell mark. What I am saying, though, is this is not your normal fifth-round pick. You don't generally, in the fifth round, get a guy that there are draft analysts all over the country buzzing about as having been a top one. And this isn't a Jordan Palmer or a Jerron Hamden fifth-round pick. Your, your fifth-round picks normally like Todd Cusack out of Stanford. or yeah, it, It's just it's not on the same level. It's not a guy who shredded the ACC the way that Sam Howell did, frankly. So while I would bet against him being a high-end starter, because I think that's the easy You'd play, bet against everybody, almost. This just saying he's a fifth-round pick, so there's nothing else we need to know. It's pretty weird circumstances that led to him being a fifth-round pick, I think most of us could agree. And the, the Howell's not ready thing is fascinating. And that part, Kevin's all over. He's got he's got something on that. Mm -hmm. This is my big issue with this regime, Danny, mm -hmm. is that it just seems like everything is so reactionary. I don't think that they've completely changed their mind on Sam Howell based on one game, but it feels that way. Like, the perception is that way. And that's always the perception with this group, that they're just yeah, Whether reacting. it's fair or not, it's how it feels, right? Who was saying that he wasn't ready? Because someone in that building was getting that word out. And why were they saying it, and are they still here? Like, these are questions I have. Because if it was Rivera who didn't think he was ready, or Martin or Marty or the Marty party, 
And now he's your quarterback after one game where he completed 11 passes or whatever yeah, it was. Either you're convinced by that small sample or something else, right? I mean, it's it's hard to, to get a feel for it. You heard the quotes from Rivera, though. There, there's no reason for him to give Howell a vote of confidence today if they don't mean it. Like, what would the benefit of that be? And, and do you buy this that they're not going to try to do better than last year's fifth rounder out of North Carolina with an entire offseason ahead and Rivera set to embark on a gotta-have-it season to keep his job? We're Grant and Danny on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.